Happy and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson and I welcome you guys into this broadcast. Um, today I want to continue on talking about the judgments of the Lord Most High. All right. And, you know, last week we looked at the first of the seven churches in Asia where God had made judgments about um, the circumstances of his people. Um, and he encouraged them uh, by reminding them uh, that he is requiring, hallelujah, and rewarding those who overcome. And so I want to continue on looking at the judgments of the Lord Most High. And we want to look at <clears throat> the second church um, in this second chapter of Revelations, okay? And so today we're talking about abiding in the midst of suffering. Abiding in the midst of suffering, all right? So if you will, go ahead and locate that second chapter of Revelations in your Bible. And I just want to just say up front, I know that even me, you know, myself, I don't, I don't like to suffer, right? I, I don't like discomfort. I don't like pain. <laughs> and um, I um, think that it is safe to say that most people <clears throat> do not like suffering. Humanity does not like to suffer. Um, the slightest amount of discomfort uh, throws us off, you know. Um, we immediately try to find a way to ease um, that that discomfort, okay? But the Lord Most High is saying to us today is that we've got to learn to abide mm -hmm. in the midst of suffering, okay? Under the sun, there is going to be suffering, okay? And I think that a lot of believers haven't accepted that truth, okay? Um, the kingdom of darkness opposes the saints of God. They oppose the kingdom of God, okay? And so to think that there is not going to be some type of suffering in the earth is not even reality okay and so for those who hear these words and you feel like well you know maybe being on the lord's side is 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 too much for you because you're not prepared to suffer then be reminded today of the scripture where the lord most high says that you know the one who picks up his cross or or picks up that plow uh takes up the plow and looks back it's not fit for the kingdom of God, right? And the Lord Most High tells us that we've got to take up our cross, whatever is my burden to bear under the sun, I've got to be willing to bear it, right? Knowing that I don't bear it alone. I bear it in union with the Lord Most High. If Christ, hallelujah, God Almighty came in the flesh and he endured suffering on my behalf. He, he paid the price for sin. Um, and if he was able to subject himself to, to such great suffering unto the point of death, and he abides in me, that tells me that, you know, no matter what I face in this life, as long as I face it with him, I'm going to be all right. As long as you face it with him, that is the Lord most high. 
you will be all right hallelujah so no we don't like to suffer but the lord most high says you know in the midst of suffering i require you to stand firm maintain your faith you know don't abort the faith hallelujah look this is why the race is not given to the swift nor the battle to the strong but it is to the one who endures until the end that's why it's a race of endurance and it's not a, a race against somebody else because our clocks are different <laughs> you know our timelines under the sun is different our lives are different and so i've got to endure uh whatever is whatever comes my way whatever it is that i have to face in time and i don't endure it alone i endure it with the lord most high so so what is suffering hallelujah to suffer is to experience or to be subjected to uh bad or unpleasant circumstances okay it is to feel pain or distress now, a lot of times we're distressed we can feel this we, we feel distressed mentally you know and emotionally um sometimes you know it, it, where pain is concerned we feel that pain physically in our body god says no matter where the discomfort is located within your being hallelujah he says abide with me keep your trust your hope and your confidence in me and i will carry you through this all right and so we have to ask ourselves this morning where does suffering come from where does it come from i submit to you that suffering comes from the satanic kingdom of darkness okay <laughs> it was um it is part of it is a consequence of the fall of humanity it comes from the satanic kingdom of darkness all right scripture tells us that the wage of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord okay and so that 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 term death automatically implies suffering okay um <clears throat> God has uh, told us in the book of Romans, chapter 5 and verse 12, the word of the Lord tells us, um, here is how it works. It was through one individual that sin entered into the world and through sin, death. Okay. So, so where did suffering come from? Suffering is a consequence of sin. How did sin come into the world through one man right and sin uh and through sin death has come into the world and the bible says and in this way death passed through to the whole human race in as much as everyone sinned there is not a soul under the sun that has not sinned against god there is corruption in our flesh and because of the the corruption now that we inherently have as a fallen people that automatically creates suffering and frustration and and, and when paul talked about that suffering and frustration he says you know the 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 good i would do i don't do the evil that i would not do that i do 
you know, because I find that when I would do good, evil is present with me. He's frustrated. He's suffering within himself. He's in a state of turmoil because he wants to do right. Hallelujah. He wants to do the good thing that the Lord most high has required of him. But he says, every time I try to do good, evil is there, you know, and so I'm in a constant battle with myself. So much so that he says, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? And that is what we need, deliverance from the body of death. Hallelujah. So what is the Lord Most High's solution for suffering? His solution for suffering is, I tell you, affront Christ Jesus, our Lord. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, at verse 21, he says, For since death came through one man or a man, also the resurrection of the dead has come through a man. Hallelujah. For just as in connection with Adam all die, so also in connection with the Messiah all will be made alive. Hallelujah. So listen to me. Through Adam all die. And, and death is separation from life hallelujah it is separation from abba it is separation from the lord most high but christ being the atoning sacrifice for sin hallelujah through him hallelujah he closes that separation that was between god and man and the lord most high says that in connection with the messiah all live because we are restored to life through jesus christ our lord suffering has entered into the earth through sin and death through sin listen to me hallelujah but the lord most high says that i have restored life to humanity life to my people through uh, our messiah that is jesus christ our lord so christ is the solution hallelujah for suffering he is a solution for death he is a solution for distress the bible tells us in the sixth chapter of romans at verse nine we know that the messiah has been raised from the dead never to die again hallelujah death has no authority over him hallelujah let me say that again that we know we're not guessing about it, but we know that the Messiah has been raised from the dead never to die again. Death has no authority over him. Hallelujah. Death has no rights over him. And this is the reason why, hallelujah, we overcome suffering through Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, our Lord, because death and suffering has no authority over him hallelujah now let me keep on reading romans chapter 6 it goes on to say for his death was a unique event that need not be repeated why because he died once for all bible says but his life he keeps on living for god hallelujah in the same way the word says, consider yourselves to be dead. Consider yourselves to be dead. Here, God gives us the solution for suffering. He gives us the solution for death. He gives us for the solution 
uh, to everything that opposes our kingdom living. And the solution is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has, hallelujah, who who he says that death has no authority over him. And so he tells us, consider yourselves to be dead to sin. Hallelujah. Because listen, if, if, if suffering comes in by way of sin and death comes in by way of sin, if I am dead to sin, then I'm also dead to suffering and to death. Hallelujah. But alive for God by your union with the Messiah. Hallelujah. Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. So, so, so then, listen, God is saying, reckon or consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God that's that's like primary that is that is basics of salvation you know when you believe hallelujah when the holy spirit fills you up when he comes in and he and he takes up residence hallelujah in your heart you now have life resurrection power of the lord most high living and abiding in you and so the lord god almighty says hallelujah that Death has no authority over the one who lives in you. So I tell you, reckon yourselves dead to sin. Hallelujah. He says, listen, because we're dead to sin, and you got to reckon it. That's that's our word. We got to reckon it. And to, to reckon, we got to reconcile it on your ledger of your life. Where do you place sin and death? Do you put it over here on the side of life where it has power and authority? to govern your temple or do you reckon it on the side of no impact no void and of no effect hallelujah no authority over you listen to me god says reckon it put it reconcile it put it on the side of something dead to you hallelujah listen the lord says we're also dead to suffering and death and alive to the father by our union with the messiah yeshua hallelujah so listen to be dead to sin means that that thing that you are dead to has no life in you <laughs> hallelujah let me say that one more time that thing that you are dead to has no life in you we have to choose to not give it life and the only way to not give it life is to not entertain it. And so there is some stuff, hallelujah, that we have been entertaining. And God says, listen, you got to drop that. Reckon yourself dead to sin, dead to that unrighteous work, dead to, to, to immorality, dead to perversion, okay? Dead to every behavior that is unbecoming of a son of God. Hallelujah. Listen, the word of the Lord says that, that, that death has no authority over him who abides in us. And because death has no authority over Christ, then death has no authority over us and neither does sin. So God says, reckon yourselves dead to it. Listen to me. What is authority? Authority is simply power to give orders. <laughs> power to give orders. Hallelujah. It is power to enforce obedience. So when, when God says that death has no authority over Christ, he's saying death does not have power to give orders to Christ. Death doesn't have 
power to enforce the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah, can't do it. <laughs> because the Lord went in, hallelujah, and took death's power away. And now he abides in us and he is saying that sin, you don't have to let sin and death reign in your members. You don't have to let sin, rebellion, and disobedience reign in your body. God says, hallelujah, that the, 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 the authority that death once had, he said, I took it and now I abide in you and I need you to reckon yourself dead to it. Hallelujah, in that it has no power to give you orders. Hallelujah. So when your flesh starts pulling on you for something because you're suffering, the Lord says, don't appease it. Don't appease it. Don't appease it. Don't yield to it. Hallelujah. When your mind is making unholy and ungodly recommendations to you, actions that you know are not right, hallelujah, uh, to consume uh, things that you know are not uh, in alignment with the word of God. The Lord Most High says, sin and death has no authority or right to give you orders or enforce your obedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is how we overcome. So he says, sin, death, and suffering has no authority over us. I, I, I might go through some stuff, but what I go through doesn't dictate my response. My response is dictated by the living and enduring word of God. Hallelujah. So listen, I submit to you today that in order to abide while suffering, you got to reckon yourself dead to sin <laughs> dead to suffering you know I I, 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 I I ain't giving power to that I'm not I'm not giving life to it yeah I know it's a lot going on in my life but it's not going to dictate my response because it doesn't have authority over me in that it doesn't have power to give me orders or enforce my obedience my obedience hallelujah is to the spirit of the Lord most high within me. It is to Yeshua, my Messiah. Hallelujah. So listen, <clears throat> suffering and death are simply satanic assaults against the kingdom of God. Let me say that one more time. Suffering and death are satanic assaults against the kingdom of God. That is what they are. When a little, when um, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, and uh, they bought into that satanic ideology, uh, you know, you won't surely be like, you won't surely die. You'll just be like God, knowing good and evil, right? Uh, when he when he sold Eve that bag of goods and she ate in transgression, did through deception. She, she was truly deceived. And then Adam ate in rebellion, knowing that it was wrong. Uh, sin, suffering, and death entered the world uh, because they immediately died. They were immediately separated from the Lord Most High. And this is the reason why they were afraid when they heard him coming. Because for the very first time in their lives, they were apart from him. Never before were they ever apart from him there was no hearing necessarily hearing him coming and going you know because they were in a state of oneness 
with the Lord Most High, with Abba, with the Creator. Hallelujah. And so now they are apart from they are apart from Him, and they are <clears throat> experiencing fear for the very first time. Hallelujah. So so I'm saying all of this to say that all of that set the basis for suffering, because wherever there is separation from life the source that is Abba, there's going to be a, a, a suffering. There is, there's going to be death because God is the source. He is the life. Apart from him, there is no life. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ restores back life to humanity. Hallelujah. So that we can live again in oneness, in union with our maker and creator hallelujah so hallelujah suffering and death are satanic assaults against the kingdom of god and this is why the word of god says we overcome by our faith in christ so what do you believe today what do you believe you know suffering although it is a satanic assault <laughs> against the kingdom of god watch this the lord says in all things, I work for the good of those who love me. So while while the enemy has meant this this trial and this this suffering for for bad, the Lord Most High, Hallelujah, has restored us, and He, Hallelujah, ha uses He has allowed that that whenever I am suffering because I have his spirit i can overcome that moment i can overcome that testing suffering will always inherently bring our faith under fire and testing and it either proves that we trust god that our confidence is in him or it will prove that in the in the in the midst of suffering and in the midst of persecution that we will abandon the faith suffering will show you where you stand every single time <laughs> and so again that's where i was going with that is that the lord says that i work everything out for the good of those who love me see satan wanted to use this moment to destroy you but i'm going to use it to show you where you stand so that you can get right so that i can restore you so that i can bring correction to that which is out of order in you so that i can shine that light on your doubt shine that light on your fear hallelujah and remind you that there is nothing to fear because i am with you hallelujah listen to me the bible tells us um in this book of revelations i'm bringing this to a close now that was a the, that was a a lengthy foundation on suffering <laughs> but very important hallelujah but listen to me so the lord most high is writing a letter to his church, to his bride, to his body at Smyrna, right? And we know that this letter, it goes beyond Smyrna because whenever God speaks, hallelujah, he is speaking to his bride. He is speaking to his people, to us in present day, hallelujah. And so he is saying here um, to them that I I, I I know you're suffering, hallelujah. And, 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 and it is important for us to remember that God doesn't ignore our suffering. He acknowledges our distress. He he acknowledges our unpleasant circumstances in life. Hallelujah. 
and he is compassionate and he is gracious toward us don't ever think for a moment that the lord most high doesn't see you or that he has forgotten about you or that he's not concerned about you hallelujah the word of the lord tells us in first peter chapter 5 and verse 10 god says and after you have suffered a little while hallelujah this implies that suffering is just temporary it won't last always but the lord says and after you have suffered a little while the god of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory will himself restore confirm strengthen and establish you he says i'm gonna do it myself he says i'm not sending somebody else god says and i'm gonna hallelujah confirm you i'm gonna restore you i'm going to strengthen you and i am going to establish you hallelujah after you have suffered a little while listen and that same word from first first peter holds firm as god is addressing the church at smyrna and he is acknowledging their suffering the bible tells us in the second chapter of revelations i'm going to start reading at verse eight to the angel of the messianic community in smyrna right here is the message from the first and the last who died and came alive again. Hallelujah, that is Christ Jesus our Lord. I know how you are suffering and how poor you are, though in fact you are rich. And I know the insults of those who call themselves Jews, but aren't. On the contrary, they are a synagogue of the adversary. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Look, the adversary is going to have some of you thrown in prison in order to put you to the test and you will face an ordeal for 10 days. Remain faithful even to the point of death and I will give you life as your crown. Those who have ears, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the messianic communities. He who wins the victory will not be hurt at all by the second death. What is the second death? The second death is the lake of fire. Hallelujah. So listen to me. The Lord Most High acknowledges their suffering. What is their suffering? They're suffering poverty. They have a lack of adequate resources. Uh, they have a lack of food, clothing, shelter, access to health care or, or medicine, right? But the Lord Most High, right on the heels of acknowledging their poverty, he says, although you are rich, hallelujah. So God says that everything in the earth is a resource. Re means that it has been sourced again. Well, what is the source? The Lord Most High says he is the source. Is this, and this is the reason why he can boldly say to them, I see your situation. And he says that you are not in poverty. You are rich. Hallelujah. Why? Because Philippians chapter four and verse 19, God says, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All of my needs are supplied. All, not, not, not just some, all. And so the Lord says, I see your poverty. He says, but you are rich because I am your source. And so the Lord Most High is challenging them to shift your perspective. Stop relying on people and begin to rely on me again. Stop putting your confidence in people to help you and people to give something to you. Keep your hope and your confidence in him and in the Lord Most High. Hallelujah. And he will use whomever he chooses to use or however he chooses to get resources and blessing to you, he will do it. But 
our confidence has to be in the Lord most high and not in man. Hallelujah. It's easy to it's easy for us to misplace our hope and our confidence where resources are concerned. But everything in the earth is a resource. Scripture says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That's why God says you're not poor. You're not poor. You're not poor. All that I have is yours. Hallelujah. So hallelujah, Father God, in the name of Jesus, help us to shift our perspective, Lord God, and we rely on you for all things. Hallelujah, that you are the source. You are our source. You are our strength. You are our provider, Lord God. Forgive us for ever placing our hope and confidence in any other provider, Lord Jesus. You are our source. Hallelujah, and we receive everything that you have made available to us through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Listen to me. They were suffering poverty, but God says you are rich. Not only were they suffering poverty, but it shows us also that they were suffering identity fraud. Hallelujah. Or identity theft. The word of the Lord tells us uh, in the verses, let me see here. It says, uh, I know that you are suffering and how poor you are, though in fact you are rich. He says, and I know the insults of those who call themselves Jews, but aren't. They call themselves Jews, but aren't. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The word the Lord tells us in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 9, he says, I scattered them among the heathen. That is his people, the, his, his chosen people, the nation of Judah. Hallelujah. He says, I scattered them among the heathen. And they were dispersed through the countries according to their doings. I judged them. And so we have to be reminded, hallelujah, that the Lord's people were scattered throughout the earth because of their disobedience. This happened on the basis of a judgment that the Lord Most High made. And whenever God makes a judgment, know this, that the, that, that the enemy always makes another move. You know, because he's always doing something. He's always coming for us. And so now because God's people are spreading all out, all throughout the earth, now we have those who are pretenders. They are pretenders. Scripture says that, hallelujah, they have, that they, that they, let me see here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. They call themselves Jews, but they are not. On the contrary, they are a synagogue of Satan. There are those, there are those who were laying claim to the identity of the people of God, but they were not. They were of a synagogue of Satan. And, and, and scripture says that the Lord's people were suffering because of the insult. All right. Because of their insults. All right. And then not only that, but um, persecution, they were experiencing persecution. Uh, they were they were suffering the threat of imprisonment. And, 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 and what did the Lord Most High say to them? Uh, he didn't say roll over. Uh, he didn't say throw in the towel. He didn't say lose faith in him. What did he say? He said he tells them exactly what's going to happen. He says that the adversary is going to have some of you thrown in prison is going to happen in order to put you to the test and you will face an ordeal for 10 days god says remain faithful this is the requirement right here remain faithful 
How do you abide in the midst of suffering? God says it's simple. Remain faithful. I am in you. You are in me. God says remain faithful. Hallelujah. The Lord says greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. The Lord says remain faithful. Hallelujah. Remain faithful even to the point of death. And he says, I will give you life as your crown. I will give you life as your crown. Hallelujah. And, and that's something. God is God can do whatever you want to do. And he's got some amazing rewards for his people in his kingdom. Hallelujah. When he makes all things new. Listen to me. They were suffering. And the Lord says, I, I, I remain, remain faithful. Remain faithful. Abide in me. Trust me in the midst of suffering. He says, and I'll give you the crown, life, crown of life, or a life as your crown. Hallelujah. And then he also says to them, um, those who have ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the Messianic communities. He who wins the victory will not be hurt by the second death. And the second death is the lake of fire, right? So let me let me let me prove that the second death is a lake of fire. The Bible tells us in Revelations chapter 21. I want to read at verse 8. The word of the Lord says, But as for the cowardly, the untrustworthy, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those involved with the occult and with drugs, idol worshipers, and all liars. Their destiny is the lake burning with fire and sulfur, the second death. That is the second death. The Lord Most High says, but for those, hallelujah, who have the spirit of Christ in us, we who believe, we will not see death. We will not see the lake of fire. We're going to go from life to life. Why? Because that space has already been restored hallelujah you can't die with space between you and the lord most high you will go to hell you will if you live with space between you and life if you choose to live in the earth in time apart from god you will not avoid the second death hallelujah but god through christ jesus our lord has restored life hallelujah to us scripture says that he died for the sin of the whole world he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and ushered us into the kingdom of light into the kingdom of his son hallelujah and we just have to receive him we receive him by faith we receive his work by faith hallelujah and he takes up residence in our heart and enables us to live a victorious and an overcoming life even in the midst of suffering. Listen to me. I want to close with one last verse to you. God says, abide in the midst of suffering. Reckon yourselves dead to sin. Reckon yourself even dead to death. He says, because you're dead to it. You're not even going to see it. Because it has no power to enforce your obedience. It can't even pull you in. When you leave your body, you're coming to me. Because you're going from life to life. Listen to me. Hallelujah. I want to close um, right here with Romans chapter 8. 
what we're speaking about today where suffering is concerned is the frustration that the earth was subjected to and the word of the lord tells us in romans chapter 8 hallelujah i'm going to start reading at verse 18 as we close this broadcast today the lord most high says to us through paul i don't think the sufferings that we're going through now are even worthy or or worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us in the future. The creation waits eagerly for the sons of God to be revealed. Hallelujah. Listen, God says, you know what? Yeah, there are those who lay, lay claim to the name Jew, but I know who the Jews are. I know who are the tribe of Judah, and I know who the saints are, who my children are, those who have my spirit, those who have been sealed by me. God says, I know you. Hallelujah. Wherever you are in the earth. God says, it was my intention. It was my purposes and in my judgment to scatter my people. He says, so I'm not deceived by a synagogue of Satan. I know who my children are. Hallelujah. We know that the blessing of Abraham has come upon uh, the, the Gentiles as well. God says, I know who you are, wherever you are in this earth. He says, I see you and I counsel you with my eye upon you hallelujah but 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 in the spans of time god says the whole earth has been subjected to frustration willingly god says willingly hallelujah and let us read on to see why the word of the lord says at romans chapter 8 verse 19 <clears throat> the creation waits eagerly for the sons of god to be revealed for the creation was made subject to frustration not willingly but because of the one who subjected it <clears throat> But it was given a reliable hope. It was given a reliable hope. We have been given a reliable hope that it too would be set free from its bondage to decay. That's the suffering and would enjoy the freedom accompanying accompanying the glory that God's children will have. Hallelujah. We know that until now, the whole creation has been groaning as with the pains of childbirth. Hallelujah. And not only it, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. But we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we continue waiting eagerly to be made sons. I know that I am, <clears throat> but to be made sons that is to have our whole bodies redeemed and set free. Listen, the word of the Lord tells us, God says, listen, we shall not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. Hallelujah, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible. Hallelujah, the Bible tells us, God says, listen, the corruptible is going to put on incorruption and the mortal is going to put on immortality. So when the corruptible has put on incorruption and the mortal has put on immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. It has been swallowed up by life. Hallelujah. Where of death is your victory? Where of death is your sting? Hallelujah. God says, I'm swallowing it up. And this is, so, so it might be a little frustrating right now, but the Lord says, hallelujah, that our whole bodies are going to be redeemed and set free. It was in this hope that we are saved. But if we see 
what we hope for. It isn't hope after all. Who hopes for what they already see? see God says, you can't see it now. That's why you're hoping for it. You, you don't even know how. You don't even know how I'm going to uh, redeem your whole body and, and how I'm going to make it a glorious body. God says, you don't, you don't, you don't even know how I'm going to do that. He says, so you hope for it. And that's okay. He says, because it's a reliable hope. Hallelujah. Watch this. He says that uh, after all, who hopes for what he already sees? But if we continue hoping for something we don't see, then we will wait eagerly for it with perseverance. So the Lord is saying, don't lose your hope. Remain faithful. Don't lose your hope. All right. Don't don't let these horsemen weary you. Don't let the footmen weary you. Do not let the satanic kingdom of darkness weary you. Abide with him. Trust him. Trust the Lord most high. Even in the midst of your suffering. He says, you are not alone. And he says, never, never forget that dominion. Hallelujah. In heaven and in earth belongs to him this is about forever my name is dr ebony ebony robinson thank you guys for tuning in until next time be blessed